What is up guys, it is Quinn here, and today I'm gonna to be doing two different strategy videos. One talking about rest of season strategy for teams that are struggling, currently you know, outside of the playoff picture, and then the other video will be talking about rest of season strategy for teams that are currently set up to make the playoffs and look like top contenders. So in this specific video, I'll be focusing on the teams that are on the outside looking in, currently you know don't have the best record you know not currently lined up to make a playoff spot and then just going through five tips to kind of maximize your chances of winning the chip because you're still you know somewhat in contention a few things could break your way and you could be right back in it but let's jump into the video and starting it off with the first tip it is going to be to have an unbiased team evaluation so i think a lot of people when they have their fantasy teams they want to believe that they have a rough record just because they've been unlucky. They think their team is probably better than it is. It's just human nature. You want to believe you have a good team. You want to believe, you know, something unfortunate has happened to you. And honestly, you could be in a spot where you have been unlucky, but that's why the uh, unbiased evaluation is important here because you have to look at your team and truly figure out if you have gotten unlucky, this is why you have the bad record. You know, you've had a few bad breaks or do you just have a rough team at this point? I think the best way to look at it is looking at your uh, total points scored because there are situations where you could be towards the top of the league in points scored, but you just get so unlucky in every matchup where your uh, total points against are just so high. You know, I've been in both situations. Some leagues you'll have a top record, but you know, your team may not actually be putting up that many points and then the reverse can happen. If you're sitting here and you're looking at that point scored number and it's towards the top of the league, you probably don't want to change a ton because, you know, things could kind of swing in your favor. There's not much, you know, else you can do besides just getting a few breaks to go your way and, you know, winning some close matchups that maybe you had lost in the past. But if you are looking at that point scored number, it's not looking pretty, you know, you're in the bottom half of your league, then I do think these steps can definitely help you moving forward. And you probably do need to shake some things up if you are in that position, because clearly it hasn't worked out so far. Obviously, barring extreme examples where you've had a ton of injuries and these players are all coming back at this point, but we're just going to be assuming, you know, this has been a season-long struggle. So the second tip here is going to be to sell your injured players. So I'm someone who typically likes to trade for injured players if you're in like a neutral position, but if you're at the point right now, you're looking at your record, you need to win now. These guys like Jamar Chase, Marquise Brown, and Mike Williams, these players are not helping you win at this current moment. So I would try to make some trades with the teams with the best records. These are probably going to be the uh, teams that are most willing to bring on these injured players, and I would try to sell them. Now, I'm not going to give them away for free. You're going to have to get something significant back, something that's actually going to help you week to week. But I would be shopping these injured players because if you're holding on to them, you may have a great team once they get back. But if you're not in the playoffs, you're not even in the playoff picture, they're just not going to help you. So it might hurt, but I would suggest selling off of those injured options. Now, the third tip here may kind of go against what I just said, or it may seem like that but don't make trades just to make trades. I think we see a lot of people, they you know get off to a rough start, they think their team is just doomed, and they'll just start throwing out all these random offers to shake things up. And you may wanna shake things up, but you don't wanna do it recklessly because what you'll end up doing is just totally sinking any chance you had to win that league. Even if the chances may seem you know small right now, it is possible, but if you go out there and you're like, oh, this isn't working, Christian McCaffrey, I'm trading him away for these two random players. 
a lot of the times it doesn't end up working out. So make sure you have some sort of you know plan in mind when you're making these trades. I'm not saying you can't trade away a guy like Christian McCaffrey because I will talk about that in a little bit, but you just wanna have a general plan and you shouldn't just be making trades because you know, you're getting bored and wanna change things up. Now, the fourth tip is going to be consider selling your top player. So like I just mentioned, you may be sitting there with a guy like CMC, Eckler, Saquon, a wide receiver like Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, and you may be so adamant that you don't want to trade these players. But I'm gonna guess that if you have one of these studs on your team and you still have a rough record, your team's not performing well, I'm gonna imagine you have some pretty serious holes in other positions, whether it's the tight end, the running back two, your flex spot. For whatever reason, you know, you don't have the depth around that stud player to be giving you top production. I think this is the point in the season where some of those top teams they kind of feel, you know, a little bit uh, reckless, maybe because they think they're, you know, unstoppable. They have this top record and they just see that big name and they will give up a lot to get that guy. I think if you're offering up one of these stud options, you know, a top three running back, a top three wide receiver, I think it's very possible you could get two top 12 or like fringe top 12 options at a different position. So you could get a guy like, I don't know, uh, an Alvin Kamara plus a guy like Mike Evans at the wide receiver position. I really think you could get that kind of package in return for one of these top options because the teams at the top probably have solid depth options, so they may not think you know they're giving up a ton, but this is a spot where you guys may actually be winning that trade. At least you know, you'd know you be getting a solid return for your top player because you'd be able to fill two solid spots in your offense with players that you do trust. So I wouldn't totally cling on to keeping these top options because I do think there are opportunities to, you know, get some big gains from a team that, you know, thinks they're in a great spot. And then the fifth and final tip is going to be pick up handcuffs that are on the waiver wire. And this was a tip I also talked about in the uh, video for contenders. But I think this is very important because handcuffs can go from just nothing week to week to all of a sudden being a very reliable running back two potentially even a running back one. If you go out, you pick up Alexander Madison and Dalvin Cook goes down this week, you just went from having nothing to all of a sudden probably having a top 12 running back rest of season. Now, obviously, you know, you're going to have to be relying on injuries at this point, but if you're looking at your roster and you've got some random wide receivers who are never going to crack your lineup, they have no upside, I'd much rather have handcuffs on my team because it may seem like a long shot, but they can instantly, you know, in one moment, go from unplayable to all of a sudden being a lock in your lineup. And this is kind of the break you're going to need if you do have a rough record, if you're not able to pull off some sweet trades and you know your team isn't just stepping up to the plate. This is something that could kind of spark something for your roster and just give you an extra reliable week-to-week option. So those are going to be the five tips I'm talking about today. Starting off with an unbiased team evaluation, sell those injured players who are not helping you out, Don't just make trades to make trades. I do think you should be making trades, but make sure you have some sort of plan coming in. Consider selling your top player for two other studs, two key starters, target those top teams in those deals, and then pick up handcuffs who could turn into weekly reliable options. But that is going to wrap it up for this one. If you guys enjoyed, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. If you wanna see the contender video, that one should be up by now. As always, thank you guys, and I'll see you in the next one.